0: So, I want to start a series off that I believe came to me as a mandate from the Lord, and it's entitled Kingdom Living. Congrats. Next week, I was going to do Kingdom Faith, but I realized it's Valentine's Day, so I switched it to Kingdom Love. We're going to get all lubby dubby in here next week. Hallelujah. So, today, I... Kingdom living. I am hoping that when you leave her today, that I express exactly what I believe the Lord wants you to know about this subject matter. And I'm hoping that I also challenge you to want to be one of those people who are considered kingdom people. Because in 2021, it's easy to just grab a sheet of paper and click, I'm a Christian, and then walk away and live any other type of life that you desire. I'm not here to beat you down. I'm not here to tell you that you shouldn't do whatever you want. That's between you and God. But as for me in my house, we will serve the Lord. Not only do I want to be thought of as a Christian, I want to be thought of as a kingdom man. A kingdom man is led not by his thoughts alone, by his feelings alone, but by every word in the word of God. Can I get an amen? Amen. So I'm hoping that once we leave here that you have a glimpse of what a kingdom person is and hopefully challenged in some way. So today I want to speak to you about becoming or being a kingdom person. We are called to be kingdom people over any label given to us by mainstream society. At the beginning of the history of the church, we were called Christians, not because it was something to plug in as your religious ideology. We were called that because those in those days walked and talked like Jesus. So when you were called a Christian, Your reputation behind that name came with a list of living, a list of understanding. You dwelled in healings. You dwelled in communities where you serve people and love people. I don't know if I'm describing the same Christianity in 2021. Don't worry, you don't got to be quiet on me. I know I'm doing what the Lord told me to do. We have become an, a, a place where someone clicks because they're not Muslim or Buddhist, or the, my grandma used to take me to church, or I, I just, this is where I am. And we walk away not understanding the kingdom significance of being a Christian. That we are not ruled by this worldly system and how we should feel or act or vote or think or talk, but we have been aligned with a kingdom understanding of how we should operate in this world. Can I get an amen? Amen. I'm reminded of my time living in the Dominican Republic and I finally found a church. I was so excited. I was using the you know, language barrier to not go. And I just felt the heaviness. So I found a church and I walked in and the first question they asked me, they said, are you a disciple? I never been called that day in my life. So I'm glad I thought before I responded because my first thought is I'm a Christian. They didn't ask me that. They asked me if I was a disciple. Because in essence, the difference is, hopefully you understand the difference, a disciple means that you are doing Matthew 28 when Jesus left and said, go out and tell them about me and baptize and on and on and on and on. If we're not doing that work, we just Christians. We're not disciples. Right? Check. Disciples, when's the last time you told somebody about Jesus? When's the last time you brought somebody to church? When it's the last time you, listen, it's easier for you now. You can literally hit the share button on YouTube and just send it to somebody. You don't got to say anything. You don't got to do nothing. You can just say, hey, it's Black History Month. A black guy speaking at my church. Check it out. (laughs) It's literally that easy now. But we are, sometimes it's easier to not offend people. You know, I'm learning in 2021, the truth offends people. So because we don't want to offend people, we are not disciples. We're just Christians. Let's be clear. There's nothing wrong with being called a Christian. But let's be Christians governed by the kingdom of God and no other kingdom. Can I get an amen? Can somebody say, kingdom living? Come on now, y'all can get a little louder. Kingdom living! kingdom living! One of my favorite scriptures of all time, Matthew 6, 33, where it says that we are to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and other things shall be added to us. If you are a Christian in the house today and you are wondering of your lack of, my first response to you would be, are you sinking the kingdom that you represent? I've told you these stories before. My wife and I were blessed enough to travel this world as far as Russia, northern part of Africa. I've also been to Ghana with her, and I think my countries are 22. Her numbers are probably a little more. Um, but everywhere I went, I had a passport. And that passport allowed me to express who I was in the international system. There was our eagle with the stars and stripes, and the inside was my picture surrounded by, you know, a draped flag. And no matter where I went, that credential said to me and other people that I was an American. But here's the interesting part. While walking the streets of Marrakesh with my wife, a gentleman looked at me without showing him my identification and said, you're an American. And I looked at him and I wondered, why do you think that? And he said, Americans only wear those shoes and you have on a baseball hat. <laughs> and he was a white gentleman from Boston who was tired of translating and saw a brother from the States and said, oh my God, can I speak English to you? (laughs) Why do I tell you that story? Without showing my credentials, I was seen as something that I was, a citizen of these United States. Without opening your mouth, you should be seen from afar as a kingdom person. The way you respond to the lack of civility on social media should show people around you that you are a kingdom person. See, Christians love re tagging, reposting things that prove their stance in the worldly system, but where's your stuff from the kingdom system? Hey, listen, y'all might not like me after this message, but it's okay. Pastor's coming back in March. There's light at the end of the tunnel. But I only can do what God asked me to do this morning, and it's to let you know that he's not looking for Christians in 2021. He's looking for kingdom people. People that navigate life through the constitution, which is the word of God. I'm jumping ahead. John 18, 36. Jesus answered, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servant would fight. My servants would fight so that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now my kingdom is not from here. When you accept Jesus as your savior, you you become a part of a kingdom, not of this world. Which means that how are we operating We are called ambassadors of Christ, ambassadors of God's kingdom. And I will remind you that it's time for you to check your passport. Who are you truly representing today? Are we checking marks of our Christianity, or are we truly the kingdom people that we are supposed to be transitioned to once we have once we have transitioned into our salvation? The moment that we say we believe that Jesus Christ is our Savior, we believe in God the Father, we believe in the Holy Spirit, we believe that Jesus is coming back again. All of a sudden, that belief transition us out of this worldly kingdom into a heavenly kingdom. And once you're in this kingdom, it is your job to not. Transition back and forth. Or the Bible calls it Luke War. That hit hard when I said that. Because the worry that comes to my mind now is there are Christians who believe they are in the right standing with the Lord, but they're operating in too many different kingdoms, and the Lord said, I know those in my kingdom. We are supposed to be ambassadors of Christ. How should we respond to politics? How should we respond to racism? How should we respond to marriage? How should we respond to uncertainty of the future? The answer to none of those better be the worldly system. The answer to all of those better be the kingdom. Some of y'all are too quiet this morning. Kingdom people. We're responding a lot in 2020 and 2021 with I feel. You better say what the Lord feels. I feel this about marriage. I feel this about our president. I feel this about this situation. I feel this about Black Lives Matter. I feel this about humanness. I feel this and on and on and on. You speaking out of your mouth and you're not representing the kingdom of God. I see some of y'all looks. I am secure this morning. I am a kingdom man this morning. Hallelujah. The last time I checked, Galatians 2.20, just in case some of you want more biblical evidence, I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. So who's coming out when you're talking? Is it you? Or is it Christ? Kingdom person, you. May you be challenged this morning to think and talk like the Christians of old, the reason why we are called Christians. Because in the middle, if y'all, you know, listen to pastor's teachings on Wednesdays, in the middle of a, a system where things were being... Um, you know, sacrifice to other gods and, and and things were, you know, out of order in so many ways. There was a set, a remnant of people who believed the right thing even though people around them wanted to crucify them, wanted to kill them, wanted to deter them from their futures. They still remain kingdom people and we're still talking about them in our history today. The problem with kingdom people in 2020 is they look too much like the world. You sound like, you look like the world. Check your passport. Mm. A kingdom person uses the kingdom to respond to the world around us. The constitution of a kingdom is the word of God. And the reason why we don't respond sometimes through our constitution of this kingdom. It's because you don't know the word of God. So because you don't know the word of God, because Christianity is a point of identity in this country and not a lifestyle, unfortunately. We don't know the constitution, so we come out of our, our, you know, I feel status, and that's how we're judging the world around us. But... You don't know if you're off or not unless you're reading the word of God. Right? Not just listening to me or Pastor Rick or whoever preaches from here or anyone on TV or anyone who claims to know the truth and have their own podcast and on and on and on. If you're listening to us and them without checking into your own constitution of the kingdom that you so-called represent, then how do you know what's going on is right or not? When pastor tells us to keep our nose in the book, it's not a cliche. It's not something to do just because it's because we need to know the word of God to navigate what we're doing on this earth. Somebody say kingdom living. Now, I need to tell you something that God told me as I was writing the sermon. And um, the disclaimer is God said it, not me. He said this to me as I was writing this sermon. We are kingdom peoples whose mission just happens to be the United States. It is our job to make sure the mission doesn't become bigger than the kingdom. Let me repeat. We are kingdom people whose mission just happens to be the United States. If you're born in another country, that's your mission. Right? Right? Our mission, this happens to be the United States. It is our job to make sure the mission, the United States, doesn't become bigger than our kingdom. Y'all can translate that any way you want. I told Zach I wouldn't. I told the Lord before I preached this, don't let no fleshy Joni come out of this message. So I won't go in on that. I need y'all to really understand what I just said. The United States is our mission. COVID has exposed Christians forgetting their mission. Christians who are so politically sound on one area or the other, that's the, only, that's the only venue they speak through. That's the only venue they post. That's the only way they communicate. Like a party is the kingdom. That's that's some real talk. Listen, I don't need no amens. That's some real talk this morning. I want to see kingdom flags in yards. I want to see kingdom posts from my brothers and sisters. (laughs) Pastor, they want you to come back. (laughs) Ah, Yes, Lord. We are kingdom people whose mission is this happens to be the United States. No matter what's happened in our country, my mission is still Central Michigan University. I still walk the halls looking for students who need to know the Lord. I still mentor and do what I need to do. It doesn't, that doesn't change according to who's in charge or mayor, governor, or president. It doesn't dictate this worldly system. It doesn't dictate what I do in the kingdom of God. There's three systems on a daily basis that you have the opportunity to jump in or out of. One, the kingdom of God. Two, the kingdom of man. Three, the kingdom of our enemy who tries to steal, kill, and destroy us on a daily basis. And if you're not on your P's and Q's within the kingdom of God, one of those other kingdoms will take over. Luke 12, 32. Do not fear, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. It was his desire from the beginning of creation that men and women would lead his kingdom. Adam gave the keys up. Adam and Eve gave the keys up. Jesus reestablished the kingdom. One of his first sermons was the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So you in this room this morning believe in Jesus. Instantly you have the keys now of a kingdom. And if you love history the way I do, when you look at medieval kingdoms of old, there's a king. And as a representation of the king, I'm protected by the king. There's certain things I don't worry about in 2021 because I'm in the right kingdom under the king. There's financial issues I don't worry about because within the kingdom, my king is also called Jehovah Rapha. I'm sorry, Jehovah Jireh. Within the kingdom, I don't worry about the healing of my body or my family because when I go to my father boldly because of Jesus, his name is also Jehovah Rapha. See, but that's the kingdom that we should be a part of. I'm not saying that God can't use medicine. I'm not saying that God can't use doctors. But if they are your source and the worldly system is our continued source, then where is the representation of your ambassadorship, Mr. and Mrs.? Hallelujah. Somebody say kingdom living. People in the kingdom represent the fullest. Of an unshakable God. You have to remember who you worship. It's all fun, and you feel the presence of God in worship, but you understand you have access to that presence all day, every day. I could tell you stories that will literally freak you out, and I purposely tell them to non believers. They either think I'm crazy or he's the real deal. Because when I tell you God shows up, he shows up. When you are in the kingdom, things don't make sense all the time. When you're in the kingdom, your words are backed by the biggest power of all time. When you are in the kingdom and your prayers are connected to the spirit that was in you, some things all of a sudden begin to change. I recently taught my kids about Jesus talking to the fig tree, about Jesus saying that if you speak to this mountain, that it shall be removed, that that mountain can be removed. I don't care what mountain you're dealing with today because when you're in the kingdom, when you speak it has to move we can preach later about the timing of when it moves because that's not your job that's God's job but you have to believe that it's going to move story time I may have said this before I'm not sure I, I preach a lot I was driving down 127 to go to Detroit for a meeting. It was raining very, very hard to the point where fog was all over the highway. I couldn't see in front of me. And I, I said something really quick to the Lord. Man, this is ridiculous. I can't see. And I felt the Lord said, pray about it. I said, huh? Talk, talk to it. okay. This is one of those moments I was happy I was the only one in the car. My wife would have looked at me like I was crazy. I'm driving, and I reach my hands out, and I said, Rain, I demand you to stop, and fog, I demand you to part ways. Before my sentence finished, the rain stopped, and all of a sudden the fog just parted right in front of me. And I sat back in my seat and went, Kingdom of God. You can be like, oh, Joni, you made that up. It don't even matter what you think. I know what happened. There's no power that Joni has that can tell rain to stop. There's no power that I have that can tell fog to part ways. And when I reached my left hand, which is not my dominant hand, and I reached out and prayed, instantly the rain stopped. Instantly the fog parted. That's the God of the kingdom that you serve. Those type of things have made me kind of uh, super faithful, I guess. Not really unstoppable, but I kind of... Me and God against the world is a mismatch, Sharon. You know, when I bring God to the fight, y'all might as well just put everything down, it's over. Right? But then you have to ask the question, if he can do that... What about my finances? If he can do that, what about the salvation of my family? If he can do that, what about our country? If he can do that, what about our church? And we're just talking about rain and fog. He's an unshakable God. Can I get an Amen. Everyone in this room has a story of kingdom power. Everyone in this room has a story of kingdom faith. If you don't, it's time for you to get some. If you keep on hanging around us, especially me, Pastor Rick, you're going to have some moments. You're going to have some moments. But the Lord hit me. I told Zach, I feel like the Lord is saying you're going to be a minister. A week later, he was our youth pastor. That ain't me. That's the kingdom I represent. Right? This is not a Joni show. This is a kingdom show. <laughs> Y'all realize the same power that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in every single one of you? And the enemy's job is to make sure that you don't understand the power of the kingdom that you represent. His job is to make sure that you doubt and fear. Because the moment doubt and fear and worry comes in, your kingdom power goes down. It's like taking a big balloon and letting you know... Kiss. And you go back to just plugging in the Christian box. Hallelujah. I hope this is helping you this morning. Amen. Hebrews 12, 28. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken. Can I get an amen? amen. Let us have a grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. I I try my best to do this on a daily basis. There's so many times that I feel wants to come out when I'm parenting. So many times the I feel wants to come out when I'm with my wife. There's so many times the I feel comes out when I'm spending my money, or where I'm trying to navigate these politics of our last year or so, so many times I feel wants to come out and God is teaching me they are not your source. I'm your source. You represent the kingdom. Be a kingdom person. Matthew 16 and 19. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And Whatever you bind on earth, shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth, shall be loose in heaven. Oh, my friends, this morning, if you understood the power you have, because you represent the kingdom of God, your prayers are connected to heaven. I love telling my kids, um, "Let that will be done on earth, as it is in heaven." Is there any headaches in heaven? no dad is there any cancer in heaven no dad awesome so when we pray for grandma we must believe that her cancer is gone because we worship Jehovah Rapha if the enemy can make you lose hope he will if he can make you lose faith that your family will make it he he will if he can make you believe that your future is murky he he will or that there's no future be- for you because of your past He's the father of condemnation. That's not our God. That's not our kingdom. Our kingdom does not remind you of your past deeds. Our kingdom doesn't remind you of who you used to be, who you used to think. That is the king of the other kingdom. So if you allow those thoughts to come in, you have the power, you have the right as an ambassador of the kingdom of God to tell that other king to shut up. Some of y'all need to get more bold in the spirit. Some of y'all need to drive down the street and when those thoughts of depression, those thoughts of anxiety come, just drive and say, shut up! I'm a little radical now when I understand the power the kingdom has given me. When the the enemy tries to bring sickness to my kids, when the enemy tries to bring strife between me and my wife, when the enemy tries to make me see myself in my weight and in in my past shame, it is my job to remember that I am an ambassador of Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Can I get an amen? (laughs) Lord, I'm losing my voice. enemy of the other king he's a chump false reality false power he's like an illusion he looks tall and every time you walk closer he gets smaller (laughs) that's the enemy who is trying to trick you like he's God He's really, really small, but from back far, he looks big. And the Lord said, Go towards him. Run. I got you. Run towards him. You run towards him, he gets smaller, smaller. Greater is he that is in me. <sighs> mm. Somebody say, Kingdom Living. <sighs> So my 12 o'clock alarms went off. For those who are new to us this morning, every day at noon, we pray against COVID-19 and the powers, the evil powers are trying to bring disunity into our country. And this past Wednesday, I added us praying for our pastors as they're out on vacation for their safety. So let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you so much that COVID-19, Lord, we just curse it at the root. With the power of the kingdom, Lord, we declare it to begin to vanish away, whatever needs to be done. All those families that are affected, Lord, we pray grace and mercy over them this new strand that also will be cursed at the root. And Lord, the evil display of this unity that tries to divide our country and our church, we bind that in the name of Jesus too. Kingdom love will avail. And Lord, we speak to our pastors, wherever they are now, that they will find wholeness and fullness of joy in your presence and they will be protected by your angels. Can I get amen? Amen. Yep, so if you are new, put an alarm on your phone. Every day as a church, we are attacking the enemy. Can I get amen? Amen. I want to end this way. Colossians 1.13 For he rescued us from the dominion of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son. I want to end this way because If you are not in the kingdom that I've spoken about for the last 20 or so minutes, that means that the dominion of darkness is where you are. I know that's not a happy sentence to say. But I got a way out. Here in a few minutes, we're going to do what we call the salvation prayer. And within the salvation prayer, what happens spiritually is instantly you are transferred, just like this scripture says, out of the kingdom of darkness and into the kingdom of Jesus and heaven and God and his Holy Spirit. Can I get amen? All of the power that I've talked about. All of the power that I will talk about this month from the kingdom is only subject to those who are citizens of the kingdom of God. So when everybody's eyes closed, the goal for this moment is to ask you a couple questions. One, do you know the Lord? Because if you don't, this is your opportunity to not be perfect, To not fall into any Christian stereotypes. To not just hit a quota box. But to become a member of a kingdom people. And in that kingdom, the word of God tells us so many promises that we have. It's not just heaven. It's having God on this earth. And maybe you're in this room and you've been stuck in that stereotypical Christianity. And this morning you would say to me, Joni, I I have been hitting that that quota mark and I wanna be a kingdom person. I wanna transition to what I need to be. No matter where you are, if this is new or reestablished, with everyone's eyes closed, go ahead and raise your hand. I'm not going to embarrass you. I'm not going to bring you up close. We are going to pray together. I see hands going up in the house. Hallelujah. Hands in the back. Go ahead and put your hands down. And for those at home, if, if your hands are raised also, I want you to go ahead and read, I'm sorry, and say this prayer out loud with us. I want everyone in the room to repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I am a sinner, but you died for me. Jesus Christ, come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. Take control of my life from this day forward. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. And let me see your eyes. If you said that for the first time, or if you said that this morning as a reevaluation of things, just know that heaven is celebrating right now. And I need to say this kingdom living is not perfection. You will never hear me preach perfection because without God's grace, I wouldn't be here today. I desire a better standing in the kingdom, just like most of you in this room do. I have moments when I feel strong, but there are moments where the I feel takes over. And I find myself in a different kingdom, but I'm very sure and quickly to respond and run back (laughs) to the kingdom that I am supposed to be in. In 2021, I pray dangerous prayers. Driving to work the other day, I said, Lord, I give you the keys to my destiny. Don't pray that prayer unless you mean it. Giving God the keys to your destiny is the ultimate kingdom living. Right? We all know Proverbs, right? Proverbs 3, I believe. Um, Lead not unto your own understanding, but in all ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. He can only direct you if you handle hand him the keys to your car, to your vessel. All right? I said no to the possibility of a job in Florida. You know why? Because he has the keys to me. I said no to several opportunities. You know why? Because he has the keys to me. All right? He told us not to go on vacation in Denver. He has the keys. I must obey. Kingdom living means kingdom obedience. Can I get an amen? And if you allow him, he would direct you to the right place, the right time, the right ministry, the right power, the right understanding. But if we are checking boxes this morning, we will find ourselves struggling with no power and wondering where God is because we're Christian. You just don't have no power behind it. Y'all check your passports. Somebody say amen and clap this morning. Hallelujah. If you are online or in this room and you say yes to the Lord, our prayer team, we have um, packets, you know, to give you what the next steps are. Um, They are here. You know, you you can get one of them. And, you know, actually some of our prayer team members will be in our prayer prayer room here. If you want to speak to anyone, that would be great. Find out what's next. Okay? Let's not check boxes. Let's disciple, disciple, disciple. And if you're online, give us a call if you gave your life to the Lord today.